0: Friday. That's great.
1: Happy weekend. It's
0: summertime. Thank you, because I live in New Zealand in the summer, the Southern Hemisphere.
1: Yeah. Um, it's winter here.
0: Yeah, I'm so in sorry. The,
1: in the northern hemisphere.
0: It does tend to work like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. It, it was like 65 degrees today.
0: It's That's nice. Beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I feel it. Like, I mean, out of all of the places that you could be in winter, Anaheim is probably. Yeah. It's like a good top one. tier, right? Yeah. 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 But and mm-hmm.
1: probably warmer where you are, and uh, much. and you have water near you, and yes. you have mountains, and I'm sure it's just a gorgeous time to have a weekend.
0: It's it's an extraordinary time, really.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the best We're of times.
0: Happy, all of my really bitchy co-workers are very happy. Charlie, who's currently chewing her bone on the couch behind me, is happy. So it's really it's a good time.
1: I, I'm so glad to hear it. Mm. Welcome mm. to Trip It To Me, everybody. A travel-centric podcast where we uh, talk about Mexico City. I guess today mm-hmm. I don't have any snarky uh, and, comments uh, to add. in right there,
0: where we listen to the dulcet tones of my dog Charlie chewing her bone. So it's
1: it's really nice. Um,
0: bone chewing ASMR.
1: I think that's just yeah don't like that. Don't <laughs> totally um, like that. <laughs> I think we're just inching closer and closer to your sounds in the kitchen podcast <laughs> and you're not telling me but I know that's what you're trying to get to.
0: Okay, just tell me that you wouldn't like to hear like chop 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 and then like sizzle in the Frying pan is you saute the vegetables that you just heard chopped and then like a whoosh, 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 whoosh is like they're beating something that's going to become a cake later and then doing some gentle dishes. And then, I mean, come on, tell me that's not
1: As what you podcast? want to listen to.
0: Yeah, just background noise.
1: That is not what I want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay,
0: here's my question, though. How jarring would it be to listen to... My Kitchen Sounds podcast while cooking in the kitchen. So like if you've got someone else sautéing something or like whoosh, you know, like big fire in the pan and you're like, shit, my chicken. And you're like, oh, no, my chicken's fine. In fact, I should turn my chicken up a little bit because it's not cooking. Mm, Like would it it be disorienting?
1: Absolutely it would be. It Mm. would be a good prank to pull on people. It would be very funny. You just come over for a dinner party or whatever and just forget... Uh, air quotes, forget your phone in the kitchen, <laughs> and it's playing the
2: yes.
1: famed Shelby's yes. Kitchen Sounds podcast. And, and hilarious. And, and yeah, you just won't get to eat that night because everything will either be burned to raw. Yep. But and then
0: you've played it, it for five hours and so then their spotify algorithm is like totally wrecked so then yeah. after that it just thinks that they want to listen to Kitchen sound podcast and there's only the one because it's very original and unique
1: is there so, just one episode or is there
0: no i think there's different episodes like the episodes could be specific like, like just recipes. meals
1: you're making like
0: chicken parmigiana. like that's the, the, that's, di- the like, <laughs> that's the episode tiramisu that's the episode you can be like, oh, that is what it sounds like to make chicken parmigiana. Uh,
1: this is our 99th episode, and <laughs> we're really, really gaining some steam. This
0: is just the biggest recall that we've done, because yeah. we talked about my Kitchen Sounds <laughs> episode, like, I don't know, like 90 episodes ago. Uh, so we're yeah, just really no bringing idea. it back around.
2: The there could be like a barbecue
0: is... episode. There could be like mm. a like a, like a a camping cooking episode there could be i mean there's just so many possibilities
1: (laughs) camping cooking what you're just cooking over a fire there fireplace yeah limited
0: limited tools yeah but the fire you'd hear some like bird sounds like that'd be nice
1: Mm, yeah i guess so and then
0: the crunch 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 of oh someone's walking up behind you and then that's when it turns into like a true crime podcast i mean there's just the crossover potential
1: (laughs) so good when you go camping what's the what's the meal you have if you're oh. having one meal and dessert what is it
0: i mean i don't remember the last time i went camping so this is all hypothetical
1: yeah um, same same same
0: okay okay actually i do um,
1: remember the last time i went camping but i try not to so.
0: <laughs> true true that was a much earlier episode dear yes, listener if you do remember um, okay, we've got a waffle iron that we could, like, put over a fire. So, I'm going to say we're making waffles. Hmm. And for dessert, we're going to do, like, a waffles, like, schmore, schmore um, situation with, like, marshmallow okay. and chocolate and waffles. Um Lovely. But for dinner, I mean, do you just go with, like, a barbecue situation? Or do you just...
1: I my again I don't really like to camp but my preferred um, my preferred camping meal is a chili dog
0: oh yeah 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 because
1: uh-huh. I hot dogs are fine like if I'm gonna go camping mm-hmm. I get the appeal of hot dogs I'm not right. a huge hot dog fan but if it's a sausage dog that's that's even better but yeah yeah do that but then someone's making some chili over on the camp mm-hmm. on the camping stove and And then yeah, you just smother that thing in chili, and it's delicious. And
0: some cheese on top. Mm. Now here's a question: Would you consider chili a soup?
1: Mm. (laughs) Yes. So would you just put
0: soup on your hot dog? Yeah. That is certifiably insane.
1: No. You dip your grilled cheese into tomato soup.
0: Yeah, but you're not dipping your hot dog into soup.
1: It's the same principle.
0: No, it's different. Okay. If I poured tomato soup all over your hot dog, how upset would you be about it?
1: That's not the question. If you poured <laughs> tomato soup over my grilled cheese, I'd be like, well, I guess I have to eat this with a fork now. But I'd still eat it.
0: Oh, oh. Um, I'm so excited to tell you about what we've been watching
1: Okay, go ahead. The, <laughs> was that you like, oh, we can't talk about this anymore. Or was that, it was
0: It was me going, was we have talked about this enough and okay. it was another recall cuz our it's our 99th episode <clears throat> and so that just seems fitting, but uh, Yes. we don't we don't need to take the listeners through that painful conversation Absolutely again.
1: Not. Right, first, what are you drinking? And then tell me what Oh my gosh,
0: we didn't even cover that. I, see, that's how excited I am to tell you about to this. Talk about to
1: oh, talk yeah.
0: about soup. To talk about soup. I am drinking a gin and tonic. Well, it's not a gin and tonic. It's a it's a gin and Sprite okay. with a cute little lemon slice. So Is, it's um, modified gin and tonic.
1: A sprite, uh, uh, probably not a preferred choice, but um, over tonic.
0: Yeah, like it's so much sweeter, and typically when I'm drinking, I prefer dry over sweet. Yeah. So tonic would be the first choice, but I had an entire bottle of tonic, or I had a can of sprite. Mm. Yeah. And so it just seemed to not make sense to open the entire bottle. It's like a two liter. I'm not gonna have I'm gonna have one gin and tonic. Yeah. So We're the sprite made sense. Tonight. We're responsible. And like it's hot. So uh, yeah. sprite sounds refreshing. refreshing. Yeah, absolutely
1: yeah what um
0: what is your chosen beverage
1: i'm having a a sweet red wine
0: excellent first
1: maybe the first time ever on the podcast
0: yeah yeah quite possibly so
1: um it's in my my new mount fuji glass that is (gasps) sort of shaped like mount fuji
0: it's very cool
1: it is cool um, if, if it hadn't come in a box that said Fuji on it, I would mm. not have known that it was shaped like Mount Fuji, but I do nice. see the, I think you can see the resemblance. I get that. Uh-huh.
0: I, it's also far more drinkable than I thought it would be when you were telling me about this glass. Yeah, the,
1: the top is both the reason why it doesn't exactly look like Mount Fuji <laughs> also and also, also the reason why it's a, why it's a glass. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, the line's pretty sweet. It's not, it's not, uh, it's a good int- entrance into a line for me, I think.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah. No, oh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty mm. good. I mm-hmm. was gonna, uh, based on the itinerary I'm doing, I was gonna do a margarita tonight, but then I was like, well, the hundredth episode is next week, and I know what I have to make. <gasps> For myself, because it's the drink of choice. I mean, and you make
0: a good point, and I'm actually just going to put some stuff on my grocery list, yeah. if you just <laughs> give me a second.
1: Yeah, very good, very good. So, uh, so I'll save margaritas for uh, next week, even though they aren't, well, maybe they are appropriate to the place I'm going, but um, but they are certainly more appropriate and more um, well-known in in the place that I'm talking about today. So. For
0: sure, for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, Hi. Shelby. Now, please tell oh, me what boy. you've been oh, doing. Boy.
0: Um, so we have been watching some heavy things, which is very you? much our mo. I know it's not a surprise. Um, yeah. we most recently attempted to watch The Curse, and now we just make jokes about trying to watch it again because we were both so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, before that, we were watching. Westworld which I we're now into season 3 and I said I need to take a break cuz this is too much. It's too much. It's convoluted and now we've jumped into a different and it's just too much. So I need to take That's a break.
1: how that's how I feel about TV shows except for season 3, it's just the third episode.
0: <laughs> you just hit about 2 hours and you go, "Ugh." <laughs> need to stop. (laughs) So we have had this show on our list for a while, and it's just been the perfect timing. We started watching Our Flag Means Death, which is the pirate comedy starring um, Taika Waititi and uh, Reese Darby, who, of course, are both New Zealand legends. Mm -hmm. Um, There's several other people in the cast that are Kiwis. Um, So that's very exciting. It is hilarious. Uh, I don't know anymore if I can really, like, say with confidence, like, that this is New Zealand humor or if it's just funny because that line is very blurred to me now. Um, This show is
1: just funny, I think.
0: It's just funny. Like, Taika Waititi (laughs) plays... Blackbeard, um, but a, <laughs> a very <laughs> conflicted Blackbeard. Reese Darby is very much himself. Um, and then you've got a cast of d- a delightful ragtag crew. It kind of feels more like the Lost Boys are on a pirate ship, but they're slightly murderous than no. it is any other pirate show that I've seen. It's all just a complete laugh. It's very... Um, homoerotic in ways which is really actually kind of appropriate if you think about pirates (laughs) being on a ship for (laughs) months and months and months of time um delightful very also like of the times um there's some kind of gender fluidity stuff that happens and very cool like uh moments where maybe Another show would try to be, like, really relevant and kind of make a big deal about, like, how cool they're being about this. But this show is just like, yeah, it's a thing. And then they move on. And I, mm. I quite like how comfortable and natural that feels. So it's a good time. Um, yeah. Kind of the basic premise. Reese Darby's character, his name is Steed Bonnet. Um aka baby bonnet aka the gentleman pirate and he just decides one day he has all of the money in the world and he's bored at home with his wife and children and he just wants to be a pirate so he just bails and like builds a pirate ship and hires a crew and he tries really hard to be a pirate (laughs) and it's delightful and i love it and we're completely hooked
1: that's that's great Mm -hmm. i i believe i watched a uh, either the first two or three episodes and mm-hmm. yeah it's very funny
0: and then you um, went ah uh, <laughs> time to be done
1: now <laughs> yeah that one I, I don't know why i ended up stopping but um but no i i did enjoy it uh, yeah. it's on max in the u.s probably mm-hmm. neon where you are i'm guessing yes yeah we're watching
0: uh, it on neon
1: yeah so yeah good show
0: lots I, of laughs
1: I do appreciate what you're saying, where it it seems like shows are just trying to be over the top in their connection to real life issues right now, which Mm. are, I mean, obviously good, maybe, but but it's just a little too much. And it's like, especially some of these um, period pieces that are Mm. trying to be, culturally relevant and and take on some modern problems it's like yeah we get it you don't have to you don't Don't have have to keep hammering away hit us over Uh
0: the head with it yeah so yeah yeah,
1: absolutely i I, I appreciate that and it's something that's annoyed me a little more lately (laughs) so um so yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: very good Hmm. uh I watched the... I haven't watched much this week um, because of something I'll tell you about in a minute. But um, I watched The Creator, uh, which is a 2023 movie directed by Gareth Edwards, who uh, directed Rogue One and a few other things. Uh, And it's a sci-fi kind of um, AI versus the humans movie, except... um, probably a, a bit different than what you might expect when I usually read that, when when someone says that plot plotline. Uh, and it's pretty good. Um, I'm not a huge sci-fi fan. Uh, uh, I like some, but and it's kind of an end of days situation, which again not quite up my alley, but, um, but this, yeah, I enjoyed it pretty well. It stars John David Washington, who is Uh, who is really good and i wish would be in a few more things but hopefully he's making a lot of money and then having a great time doing other stuff um alice and is in this and maybe a bit miscast or just in a very different role for her i just Um, love her yeah she's great uh yeah this is definitely a different role she's kind of a Almost like a police officer in this, oh. in a way, or uh, kind of maybe like an army sergeant might be a better comp. Um, but but yeah, it's it's an interesting movie and, and maybe a bit too long, but, but kept me entertained and um, had some things to say. Uh, the AI debate is one that I don't really care to get into at the moment Mm -hmm. or or or, um even one that i like i don't care if movies address it at this point it's not super uh interesting or or going to change my viewpoint i don't think um so the plot was meh but um but for the most part i enjoyed it and it looked even on the airplane tv screen it looked really beautiful so mm. um if sci-fi is your thing then i think you'll probably like it um yeah and and, and i enjoyed it so mm. uh john david washington what else is he in uh tenant and the black klansman oh, did you yeah, ever see yeah. the black klansman
0: uh no it's been no. one of those movies oh, okay, that yeah, yeah. that's just been on my radar for forever but it's just it hasn't happened
1: yeah he he's i think he's the star of that like the the yeah. lead role in that and he's very good in that so
0: oh and he was in amsterdam <coughs> amsterdam of course
1: oh amsterdam was not good
0: naturally <laughs> Ooh. he was enjoyable
1: <laughs> in amsterdam but uh
0: yeah the, the movie was not yeah, the movie yeah. was not, well, no. I mean, the movie was, I don't know. I don't know what the movie was. I'm just going to leave that there. It's Never tough. mind. I don't want it's it. Tough. I don't uh, want it.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay, uh, I think you have a relocation station. Uh, relocation yeah,
0: <laughs> station. Yeah, so as you know, gentle listener, Ben and I uh, relocated to a small town in the middle of the North Island of New Zealand about four or five months ago. And um, now that we finally have settled and we've come back from Japan, I'm finally getting to explore a little bit of the area. So it has been a great debate for the last five months of how do we get on the water? Because our town is right next to a lake. It's beautiful. There's also a river. When we were living in Hawke's Bay, we were I was kayaking all the time and I loved it. So how to get on the water. So we finally got some paddle boards, which it was just exceptional. It was so much fun. So we went down the road. It's about 15 minutes away and it's um, a tiny little town called Motuapa and they've got a marina that goes down into Lake Topo and it was fantastic. There's so many different entry points onto the lake. So basically you drive five minutes and there's another marina or beach or whatever. And so we're going to kind of, Find our different spots and figure out what spot we like best, and where's the best to take Charlie, and where's the best to go paddleboarding, and where's the best for reading and sunbathing, and all of that stuff. But we went to this spot out on the paddleboards, and it was just fantastic. The water was so clear. Um, there were a few boats out, nothing crazy, but it was a beautiful. It was a hot day. There were a couple people swimming. Um, I got yelled at by a black swan because she had her babies and I was headed in their direction and she did not like that. And so I went, I'm sorry, madam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) And so immediately just pivoted and went in the opposite direction. Um, We have had our fair share of swans in the last two months. Thank you very much.
1: Swans are Um, terrifying.
0: Terrifying. And, yeah, what I've discovered is that people here, because this is like a holiday spot as strange as it is to me because our towns are very little um this is kind of like a holiday location and so people who live here they're at the lake every day like we leave work and people are like see you at the lake see it on the boat see you tomorrow can't wait to hear about your lake stories like (laughs) so like like one of my new (laughs) podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one of my co-workers her like absolute Highest summer goal is to just have as many jet ski experiences as possible, and I really want that for her very, very badly. But they're just like people, and I love it, and it's really making me reconsider. We've got all these house projects going on, and I'm like, okay. Well, some of those are good to do while it's warmer, maybe I need to put some of those on the back burner so that I can be at the lake like five days a week. Maybe this yeah. is what I need to be doing with my time because <coughs> me. we relocated, this is where we live, this is what we got to do.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're right on that one.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> for,
1: forget the house projects, at least for, I don't know, what, three months, four months?
0: Like at least the next like six weeks.
1: Okay, that's fine. Maybe
0: not maybe not three or four months, but like the best uh, weather is going <laughs> is going to be until like March
1: at least. Okay. Great. So, yeah, um 6 weeks or 4 months, either one, and then What or the other? And then um and then you get back to painting. Just like... who needs a whole room painted?
0: My walls aren't not going me. anywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you also don't live here. You don't look at that, sure. Andrew. Sure. But I could Finish painting my kitchen this weekend, and then not start any other projects for the next four months.
1: I really believe that you're going to do that. Um, <laughs> no, wow, you sounds... so
0: much confidence in me. <laughs> sounds, Thank you. Sounds delightful,
1: though. <laughs> right. When will so. you get the, the speedboat?
0: Um, well, I've been telling Ben for years that we need to buy a boat, and oh. he has not listened. So... I do think that this summer we're not going to have a boat, and I'm trying to talk Ben into getting a hot tub before mm. winter. So, hot tub first. Hear Re-evaluate. me out. Hot Re-evaluate. tub boat. Reevaluate. She's thinking about it. She's thinking about it. I uh, is that the thing?
1: Yeah, it is. I don't know if you can buy them for yourself, but but <laughs> i like, just rent one. Yeah. Like,
0: all of the time, <laughs> lease one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know, like on Hmm. uh, Lake Union, I believe, in Seattle, maybe even Lake Washington, that they do a hot tub boat rental. So it's basically a hot tub inside of a boat.
0: Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hot tub boat business, where I own the hot tub boat, Yeah. but then I use the hot tub boat to make money to pay for the hot tub boat. Hot tub boat. But then I get to use it whenever I want.
1: Yeah. No, it's foolproof.
0: This is a good plan.
1: Yeah, you have already How, paid for the boat and most of your house, I would assume. Basically,
0: I've I've earned so much money by coming up with this idea. How much do you think a hot tub boat would cost?
1: Um, I would go, uh, uh, let's see, six people in the hot tub maybe, plus you driving it. I I don't know, like... Hundred dollars an hour, at least.
0: Oh no, I'm talking like for me, like the oh. overall cost, <laughs> the startup cost.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I can, I can just tell you. I would guess. Oh And yeah. it would be quite a bit. Like,
0: <laughs> like a lot. Do you yeah. like, like Let's more see. than like fifty thousand dollars?
1: Yeah. Well, here we go. No, um, an electric hot tub boat is on sale here for. <laughs> Um, it looks like twenty six thousand dollars,
0: okay, well, that's a bargain
1: no so, sorry forty two thousand Oh, that's, how that's did you get more. those
0: numbers mixed up?
1: Well, there was another number that popped up oh, and then
0: okay, it was, <laughs> okay yeah. so if I buy it, you'll just really slowly drive the boat here.
1: Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> i'm out
0: okay okay fine fine yeah. it's a good idea we'll work on it we'll workshop it uh, maybe give me a
1: bigger boat mm. to to put the littler the ho- boat on yeah 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 <laughs> and okay. I'll well bring this it is over. just getting
0: expensive andrew <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh
1: there's also a hot tub hammock which is Ex- just pardon? stupid yeah. What? Um, transform nearly any outdoor environment into your personal winter wonderland by taking in your surroundings, surroundings inside of the hot tub hammock. It's that's made out of synthet- synthetic high tinsel strength fabric, and can hold fifty gallons of water and two grown adults.
0: That's so. It's a it's a hammock that's like a tarp
1: that you can put water you put in. The, uh, How does it warm up? Like, do you have to make the water warm?
0: <laughs> you boil water on the stove. Yeah. And you dump it in, that's, and oh I'm my gosh, angry that's, about that that's, one. <laughs> that's silly. That's yeah. that's really upsetting.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, something well, to consider.
0: Okay, I'll yep, I'll I'll talk that one through with Ben. Cause that's,
1: yeah, maybe yep. just like an anniversary present for him. He, <laughs> he doesn't have to know.
0: You know how I've always told you we should get a boat? And you know how I really want a hot tub? I
2: got both. God,
0: I got both. Andrew's driving it over. For (laughs) $46,000. And I'm starting a business. (laughs) And I started painting the dining room. Anyway, what have you been... You've you've been on a big adventure lately.
1: Yeah, I went to Houston, sort of. um, For the national championship football game my team lost but it was cool to get to go um but i'd never been to houston before so we i actually flew into austin and then met my uh, brother sister and dad there uh, who flew in from seattle and we spent part of the day in austin and that was that was fun um I, i do like austin quite a bit of the four Big cities I've been to in Texas, uh, being Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, and Austin. Austin would definitely be my top pick of places to go. Um, and, and yeah, it's it's a little bit um, Pacific Northwest-ish, but in a Texas way. If that makes any sense to people, <laughs> um, it it's it you can definitely see a little bit more liberal side of Texas than what you might be used to, but it also blends in the history of the state pretty well. And I mean, the Capitol building's there and, and it's, uh, right along the river and then there's some cool modern, um, streets to walk down and a lot of great shops and and food there. So we spent the afternoon there and then, um, and then I'll just pick a few things in Houston to talk about really quick. I don't, I didn't especially like Houston. It was okay. It was pretty clean. Um, as far as cities go and I mean, it's the, one of the biggest cities in the U S at least from a population standpoint, it is definitely a sprawl and it, it, it's just so spread out and there's, there's a downtown and a few other more populated districts, but it was just hard to get a grasp on like, well, you can't walk anywhere and mm. you, you can't. I don't know where all the people are and and what they're doing really <laughs> um so so yeah I wasn't really super impressed but it was a well taken care of city at least in in the portions we were in probably my favorite part uh our favorite activity that we went and did was the Minal collection it's m-e-n-i-l uh this is a free art exhibit I, b- I believe it started by this, uh, I'll say family, I don't actually know if that's right, but they were collecting art um, uh, from, uh, like, right around World War II from some Jewish artists and then kept collecting as as they moved to the States or whatever, and then started this exhibit, and there's a bunch of buildings. Uh, there's a main main gallery building, which we went into, that was, that was free, and, and probably had uh, I mean, it was, it was four, probably, I think four or five fairly large rooms. And I mean, museum rooms, meaning they kind of wind and, and go around. So, um, some, some great, um, some great pieces, uh, Max Ernst, uh, quite a few of, of his were in there and yeah, it was an interesting and, and some artifacts as well. Um, some Native American artifacts, and, and yeah, it was it was an interesting um, place to explore. And then right in that same area, probably considered part of the Minol collection, although I can't really tell you how all of them connect, um, was the Rothko Chapel. Uh, and this is, uh, I mean, it's a chapel um, where you enter, and then um, there are black paintings uh on huge <clears throat> i mean just like all over the walls uh, mm. and they're they're really really big and it's just a place to sit and mm. contemplate and they do have a lot of actually it's in a few days but there was there were signs for it um there was going to be a memorial for uh u.s victims of gun violence and mm. it's uh, on the in the entryway sat um Bibles or or other important books from a number of different religions and so you could just kind of go sit in there and, and contemplate and um, the artwork was really stunning I, I mean uh, from standing back it did just look like they were like black uh, black paintings but uh, as you got as you got closer it was different textures and, and different. Um, shades and and all of that and that was that was really interesting and definitely, um, I I, th- I think it was the coolest place I went to in Houston and hmm. and, and the most um, interesting to me for sure. So that sounds uh, really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, and, and yeah, Houston was fine. Hmm. I I didn't hate it. Like I I've, I've disliked other cities more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't say that I would probably ever go back. Whereas yeah. Austin, I I probably like if I had lots of money, I'd be happy to do like a long weekend right. there and go see like a show or something. For like a specific reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so yeah,
0: oh, very cool. I always um yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't been to either, but in my brain, I don't really have anything to like distinguish them. You know, like it's always just been, they're like somewhat interchangeable. So it's nice to have a take on it that kind of makes sense and makes it a bit more memorable. And maybe if I had a chance to go to Austin, I will.
1: I'm not sure I got a feel for the, uh, probably for lack of a better word, the personality of Houston. Right. Like the Houston culture, I guess. I I don't know if there is one or if I just didn't get it at all or Hmm. or what Uh, austin definitely has a a vibe to it though Mm -hmm. and um yeah i i enjoyed that so some pretty good food along the way too a lot of tex-mex
0: oh boy and some barbecue too right
1: yeah i did have some barbecue in austin that was that was Mm -hmm. very good terry black's barbecue it was good Mm -hmm. yeah
0: wonderful thank you for that
1: oh yeah no problem. Sorry, your
0: your trip didn't have the outcome that you wanted.
1: That's okay. It was it was great to get there. What a season! And and now my team might lose their coach in just like three days after losing the championship game, and and my world's in shambles. But it's fine.
0: Um, are they losing the coach because of the championship game?
1: No, just a really good job that pays oh. a ton of money opened up, so he might go there. I mean. By the time sense. this actually comes out, we'll know if he's there or not. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Mm, okay. So there you go. Okay.
1: Yeah, Hang in there, buddy. Fine. Hang in there. We're all good. Okay. It's just a, it's just a game.
0: Football is life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm.
1: All right. Should we get to the topic?
0: I'm so excited. I... I've never been to Mexico, I've wanted to go, I have been tantalized by some of your, you know, hints that you've dropped in the last few days, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this itinerary.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mexico City, uh, uh, I guess we were talking about this before we started recording, Shelby, but kind of like the place that I'm going to pick for next week's episode is something that's come onto my radar fairly recently and um something that interests me more and more it seems like a great hangout city from what i'm gathering uh, which at times proves difficult to plan an itinerary a (laughs) make-believe itinerary at that for Mm -hmm. um but but yeah it's it's something i've become more and more interested in and i do think there's a certain connotation that at least coming from the states that comes with going to Mexico or Mexico City um I'll try to quickly and hopefully elegantly address that I think but um there's there's kind of certain trips that people go to when they go to Mexico Mm. here and a lot of them is to me in my mind correct me if I'm wrong Shelby but it's like kids at in a fraternity in college are going down to Mexico on spring break, going to Cabo or, or any, uh, oceanside town that has an all inclusive resort Mm -hmm. and, and going to drink because you can drink at a younger age and, and all of that. Right. And there's also a connotation of like, if you drive through, it's kind of dangerous and the police are crooked and all of that. Right. Yeah. Um, Uh, And in my, I'm not going to research the whole country because doing that for America would be totally unfair to America. So why wouldn't it be the same for Mexico? Um, So in my research about Mexico City and and reading from this, uh, I found the article on lonelyplanet.com we have it in our show notes you can always email us at gmail dot gmail.com if you want it but it it just kind of ran down some things to know about Mexico City and and essentially came out saying like no it's not any more dangerous to go to than any other city um, it it even talks about like the weather and a few things to do there but but it ends by by just saying like the crime rate is, is not very high. Um, it, there are certain neighborhoods that are way safer than, than certain areas of the major cities in the U.S. Um, and like any other major city, there are neighborhoods that aren't so great. So, um, just be aware of where you are, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, it, the one thing that is maybe a bit different than like, New York, for example, is, like, the, the few things I read were, like, if you don't take a taxi, take an Uber. Mm. Um, and then if you're on metro, just be aware, again, of your surroundings right. and pickpockets and things like that. But
0: Which I've, is also a very common yeah, experience in, totally. like, Paris or Rome or these other, like, non-third-world countries, like... We talk about this a lot, but like stuff that you should just in general yeah. be aware of, right? Totally. Like it's not exclusive yeah. to places. Like it's just stuff that you should be thinking about all of the time.
1: Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And yeah, I mean, it's not, it shouldn't be, uh, we get we all get tired and all of that, but it shouldn't be too hard to just keep in mind where you are and, mm. and be safe while also not judging people. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, uh, this this place, um, unlike I, I guess, kind of speaking to the stereotype of of Cancun or Cabo or, or something like that, um, th- you can't drink alcohol in the streets here, um, and and like uh, they did say avoid weed or other drugs just because you don't know what's in them, mm-hmm. um, and then some of the. Water is not especially clean uh every a few places I read were like, it's fine to brush your teeth with, but don't swallow much so right um yeah, there you go. Uh, this that, is
0: interesting, uh, sorry, just a
1: yeah, uh,
0: this is interesting um that it reminds you to keep hydrated because of the altitude. yeah, I had never even thought about that. like you think of Mexico, you think of being on the beach, but Mexico City is. High enough in yeah like the mountain range that the altitude would actually affect like fatigue and things, so that's a really great tip. I wouldn't have thought of that on my own,
1: yeah, yeah, me neither um i I don't really know that the geography of um of Mexico at all, so yeah, it's an interesting one to consider hmm. uh, there are a few I just picked a few neighborhoods that looked interesting to me to stay in. Um, and I'd probably go for a hotel here, um, just personal preference. Um, and there w- one area was called Reforma, which is the kind of the historic side of, of Mexico city. It has a lot of museums and, and, and a few that I'll even include in my itinerary by it. And a lot of, you know, the kind of the standard hotel chain hotels, uh, there were, several four seasons throughout Mexico city. But if that's outside of your price range, then there was Hilton Marriott, uh, all of, all of the ones you'd expect. And then Polanco is more of, um, uh, I, I believe they called it more of like the jet setter place to Mm. stay and and more of, uh, maybe a little more ritzy. Um, but it looked very pretty and and like, there were plenty of options and places to stay there. Mm. Uh, Unlike other itineraries, I didn't include food for every single day. Oh, I have I have it in for like two days, I think. Are but, you okay? But um, I did include a few just places that looked cool that I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about now. And then you could, if you're interested in them, you could just fit them in where you'd like. Um, a lot of cool looking bars in Mexico city. Uh, and the one I included here is called handshake bar. Uh, it's kind of a speakeasy, uh, said to be pretty hard to find actually. (laughs) And I think it's in, if I remember right, it's in Juarez. Um, and yeah, it just, just looks like a great time. Um, and a great way to cap off the night. Um, again, that's handshake bar and then, it looks
0: cool it looks all like art deco-y
1: yeah yeah definitely mm. um yeah it, it's it's very um kind of 1920s speakeasy vibe to it i think uh and then there was a few taquerias to n- no surprise uh, one is el campita um that had some birria tacos that just look Incredible. Mm. I want them now. I'm going to be very hungry. Uh, To no one's surprise, like Mexico City is known for its food. And um, not just like Mexican food. Uh, Seems to be pretty international. Uh, A lot of Asian influence, actually, which surprised me.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: In researching that. Yeah. Um, And then there's another place called Maizajo, uh, which... kind of specializes in corn and they they make their own tortillas and everything and then and then they serve i mean again it's more tacos than anything but um they're especially known for their al pastor and i think it was a a beef taco that was looked really good but if you go on their instagram um they have some really pretty dishes and yes and, and not just tacos i mean there's there's a piece of pie here. There's something that I can't quite figure out what it is. It looks almost like pizza, but I don't think it is pizza. Um, and then like, there's, I,
0: I'm yeah. also trying to figure out what it is.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really know.
0: Almost and, looks like it could be a dessert.
1: Yeah, but it also kind of looks like shrimp <laughs> on top of a lot of cheese. <laughs>
0: Are we looking at the same thing? Oh, I guess. Oh, okay. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Almost looks like popcorn, which if they're yeah. doing okay. the, like a caramelized popcorn-y thing. Wow. Yep. If someone's listening to this, they're very confused about what this photo looks like.
1: <laughs> uh, also, the first photo on that Instagram oh page gosh. right now is just a beautiful dish. I don't... uh <sighs> Lingua al carbon. Um... Lingua is tongue, I think, but, uh, so probably some sort of beef tongue, but it looks, it looks amazing. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to go wrong with, um, yeah, with any food you find, but there are definitely a few to check out. The last one I have listed here, and again, I have maybe two more on the actual itinerary, but, uh, is a churro place called El Moro <laughs> how do you think you say it? I, uh, it, I mean, it translates chur- to churro.
0: Beria.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. I we'll just have to um, say
0: it really slow. Yeah. Uh, it looks beautiful.
1: It really does. And apparently this is not uncommon, like a, a very normal thing to just have a, a restaurant or whatever you want to call it, devoted to churros. And, and then this kind of white tile on the inside um, yeah, not not super uncommon, hmm. and um, looks like a wonderful place to get some dessert. Usually it's... served with um, with hot chocolate or some something similar. So
0: it's not at all what I think of when I think of Mexico. I think of the bright orange and red and hmm. yellow and green. So this like very white with the really delicate blue line tile is just a surprise but it's It's gorgeous gorgeous yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah uh definitely some uh i guess it shouldn't be a surprise at all but some spanish and and european influence Mm -hmm. in there for
0: Mm -hmm. sure Mm
1: -hmm. all right you ready for the itinerary now
0: let's go i
1: forgot to put in the days but uh, i put in spaces so you can follow along
0: who Um, even knows what day it is anyway
1: Oh, I've been playing this game lately. I can do it. <laughs> Wait, it's your weekend, so it's my Thursday, your Friday.
0: Oh, good job! <laughs> two for two! You've I done so well in the last two days.
1: well. Um, the f- first, uh, after I just listed all of these food spots, the first place <laughs> on my list is a place to get breakfast. It's yes. called Marné Panaderia? Pana
2: I believe. Mm.
1: And is home to a lot of pastries. It's looks amazing i don't have a lot to add other than it was really pretty close to our stop for the day and uh, yeah it just looks really good it would be a great spot for lunch too based on their instagram page a lot of um salads or or sandwiches but but some great looking pastries So mm.
0: this would yeah, be a coffee. shelby once one of everything type yeah, of mm stop mm-hmm.
1: they don't really show the shop at all but from the sign of it, it looks very clean. Um, and yeah, it, it just looks uh, very, very good. I would love to go eat here. Hmm. Uh, um, and I would then, love to join you. All right, thank you. And then the the activity for the day, and I think you're going to need all day, is the Museo, or Museo Nacional de Antropologia. yeah there we go uh it's basically an anthropology museum is what it translates to and this is just showing um i think i read it has it's huge it has 22 rooms and um is home to a lot of uh artifacts i mean it i i think part of the allure of this location to me is that like I don't know much about it even though it's our country neighbor if you will
0: right yeah Uh, like Mm -hmm. I don't know
1: much about Mexico and this is home to uh I mean you you would learn all about Mexican history um going to this place uh it's said to have um the most history of any of the museums in Mexico City so um that that seems very appealing to me and um yeah it it looks very pretty and, and kind of all over the place in a way like even just the the video they show on their website homepage, like there's a fountain a gigantic fountain outside and then all of a sudden you're in a bunch of artwork and then mm. you're back outside and there's statues and and artifacts from uh, i would guess um uh, mayans and and different cultures uh probably this spanish um war and all of that so um yeah it would be a wonderful place to visit um let's see i'm clicking on the exhibitions now and uh cl- currently they have like uh, it looks like five big ones going um yeah it, it uh just looks beautiful and and was on every single list that i came across so it's like yeah just go here you'll you'll enjoy your day and mm. don't don't plan anything else for this day yeah. like during the day it's just going to take up the whole day so um it's fairly cheap to get into um and i don't believe this one needed reservations yeah i don't think so uh, there were there were a few museums in mexico city that required reservations but this was not one of them so um yeah it looks like a good place to start the trip and kind of get a grasp on where you are and the yeah. history of it so
0: it looks like quite the comprehensive yeah museum experience
1: yeah i think so too um yeah
0: mm. Yeah, just looking at like the photo and the video from the website, like, the grounds look really beautiful, and it is. I'm sure all of the things outside. So, mm-hmm. and we know that when you're doing a museum day, you gotta take breaks. It's easy to get overstimulated. Gotta take breaks. You gotta have snacks. You gotta do what you need to do. So, that's yeah. right. Great plan.
1: You gotta eat a bunch of pastries before you go.
0: Oh, a bunch. Yeah. And
1: then after you go, you gotta go to a. Something completely different, um, which is... I, I couldn't not include it on the list. Uh, Lucha, Lucha Libre, which is uh, a luchador wrestling match, um, <laughs> which happens f- uh, fairly often in Mexico City, uh, kind of all over the place, really. It seemed like there were four big venues that it includes. I have down the uh, Arena Mexico um and I think that was probably the cheapest and easiest place to get tickets. Um, but this is a big part of the culture. I mean, we we have Nacho Libre in our minds <laughs> as kids who grew up in that way. But mm-hmm. but like this is a very real thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, that happens still to this day, and, and is just a huge form of entertainment uh, throughout Mexico and especially in Mexico City. Um, yeah, there are different different wrestling matches to go to. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's kind of a spectacle, I think. So uh, uh, there are tours you could go on, or you can just go buy tickets. And it seemed like like if, if you're just there to have a good time and don't have a whole lot of interest in, like, who's fighting who or whatever, uh, it seemed like getting in the door was fairly cheap, like 10 bucks maybe. Oh, nice. so, um So, yeah. Uh it would be I think it would be a lot of fun yeah uh, and and just really something different that I've never really experienced
0: from your research, if you could give me three words to sum up what you think this experience would be like, what would your three words be
1: wild mm. uh, confusing,
0: yeah, <laughs> uh-huh,
1: and I think it'd just be fun. Like I, which is why I kind of, which is why I put it in the the museum day. It's just a totally different break and something that will, after you've been overstimulated, like you said, or, or after you've read too many placards that are describing artifacts, you just go watch some grun men and, and luchador masks uh, jump on each other. And, And that's, that sounds like a great time so so yeah I think I think I'd go with those Excellent. uh as as someone who could care less about sports generally would this like even enter your consciousness or
0: I would go to one tonight if I could it would be so yeah. much fun yeah, yeah I think yeah. so too because I think it's like theatrics meets yeah. sports and I think that's a sweet spot for a lot of people mm-hmm because it's that storytelling it's that drama it's the atmosphere and the crowd which is really exciting because we've talked about you know even though i don't love sports if i went to a game with you it would be fun and part of it's just being in the stadium with all of the people and you pick up on the vibe and the energy so it's like cultural it's sports it's theatrical it's a show it's like kind of all of those things so i Mm -hmm. think that it would be so much fun you kind of have to
1: Yeah, I I think so too. And in a big arena environment like that, it just yeah again sounds like a lot of fun and being part of the crowd and all of that. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. That's that's the first day there, and wow, would be kind of a wild day, I guess. But Uh uh, would be would be fun. So, um, the next day is a little bit of a day trip. Not much, uh, under an hour drive, in. and if I was going, I think, to Mexico City, I do think I'd probably want to rent a car. Um, I, I don't know I, how that easy, how easy that is, but I assume it wouldn't be a problem, and, in, in um, it just seems more conducive to this itinerary. Anyway, we're going to, I practice the Sao Chi Meal Cao um which is not spelled anything like what i just said (laughs) but yeah um these are the uh, i saw it described as a few things um the float it has floating gardens is what it says but or the floating gardens of sao chi no no i messed up sao chi (laughs) meal cow there we go um it, it is a unesco world heritage site and essentially it's a canal slash river that um has also been described as like little venice um oh. where where little boats um are pushed down the pushed down the canal uh, with by by a person with a long stick you know <laughs> uh, exactly what you what you picture for venice um but yeah, it's a extensive lake and canal system at once connected most of the settlements in that Valley. Uh, and this is the old, uh, Valley of Mexico. And, and yeah, it, it is kind of, it, I've seen it described as many different things. Um, kind of a, a party area if you want it to be, if you go on the weekday during the day, it's pretty serene from the sounds of it. Uh, and and yeah, basically go down there, get on a boat tour, and have a make a day of it. Um, and there are a number of boat tours, Shelby, and th- this is where you come in. Um, we gotta pick one. Oh, uh,
0: fantastic!
1: They they all sound like a good amount of fun to me, um, but yeah, it, it's it's basically you get on a boat. Some of them have like a band or a mariachi band. Uh, some of them are are just like are just a boat ride and then some of them have food and drinks and all of that. Um, there's one that includes uh, that's just a boat tour with lunch and drinks that's about two and a half hours looks like a great time. Um, yeah, I don't think you could go wrong no matter what you choose but oh,
0: um, t- is is there one? Oh, man, this is tough. Is there one with a band and food and drinks?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can do that for okay. sure. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we can... There's there's uh, about ten listed on this website, and then there were plenty of other websites around. Um, so, yeah, they, they looks like one of them includes drinks and is... A party boat. Wow, oh, that sounds like a good time. Um, oh, I'm only
0: just now seeing this link. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry. Um, there's also a neon night traditional boat party, <laughs> which seems like a lot, but would be very entertaining. And then, then on the other side of things, there's a five-hour boat ride and university <laughs> tour, um, which... To me, seems excessive, but uh, <laughs> oh. do what you got to do. Uh, one called the Sao Chi Mio Boat Tour and Island of the Dolls. Um, oh,
0: no. And there's nope. a
1: hand sticking nope. out from the ground in the picture.
0: Absolutely
1: not. So, so, yeah, I think I'm out on that one, too.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, so there's just a number of, of options, and, and they all look pretty great. Uh, you know I love a slow boat ride. Absolutely. doing it around floating gardens. I'm, I'm still a little bit unclear on what that means, but it um, looks yeah. wonderful. Yeah.
0: These boats look like if you took the entrance to like a carnival ride mm-hmm. and put it on a boat, that's what these boats look like.
1: <laughs> I agree. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This one includes an, only $60 a person. Okay. Uh, boat tour, food and drinks, unlimited drinks. Uh, oh! It includes a cocktail workshop while on the boat, <laughs> and a and a Mexican lunch on um, a floating island. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great.
0: Absolutely sold. Was that uh, our five-hour boat ride?
1: No, that was only two and a half. But we could just book it twice and have two meals and. Yeah. 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 No problem.
0: And, and two two trips of unlimited drinks and cocktail <laughs> yeah. making class.
1: Before oh. driving back to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I do think this uh, city or canal system, whatever you want to call it, would be near the top of my list of all the places I'd like to go to in Mexico City. Um, looks really beautiful, but also a good amount of fun, too, so um that would take up the whole day I didn't include anything else on the day I didn't try to squeeze anything in because my co-hosts would would not say anything but also be like man that sounds exhausting so um
0: (laughs) I was just about to be like wow Andrew you've changed (laughs) (laughs) wow new year Uh, new you what is happening you've only included like 12 links in this itinerary like I know. who sh- who are you are you feeling okay
1: uh well i don't feel great i'm sorry for clearing my throat everybody but um but i'm just trying to pare down a little bit make it mm. attainable it does seem like there's a good amount of driving in this itinerary which isn't my favorite thing so mm. I, I scaled back a little bit and i knew i had a Six day or five or six day itinerary to plan next week, too. So mm. I just tried to hit the highlights and things that looked like fun to me, right? And it does seem like, uh, kind of contrary to what I would have thought, like, looks like a great city to just walk around in,
2: yeah. Um, yeah,
1: and and so, uh, so I, I guess I tried to leave some time for that as well. Oh. A lot of street food to go eat and. And so you gotta leave time for that,
0: and you gotta you gotta be on the street food or to on the street to have the street food, which means you gotta walk around, which means you have to have time, and you've gotta have a five hour boat tour. <laughs> it's
1: only two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, but we're doing it twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next day, I am. I did not look up the print pronunciation of this one. I th- I think it's la ciudadela. la ciudadela. Yeah, that makes sense. My, um, like, it's an,
0: eight years of Spanish is telling me that Ciudad is a word that I know in Spanish, but now Yeah. I can't. Oh, hold on. Hold on. What does it mean? What does it mean? Well,
1: while Shelby looks it up. Um, oh, it just means city.
0: Is, so it, oh, maybe okay. it means, like, little city
1: could be yeah this is a artisan market um, Fantastic. He, there's lots of uh, different places I mean there's just a lot of homemade crafts essentially um, and it was started before the 1968 Olympics um, as a way to showcase all of Mexico and and, and kind of showcase all their other crafts and and help people sell things to all the all the tourists coming in, and then it's just kept going. And, um, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun to walk around, I believe. I saw there were over 250 merchants, so it would take a while to get through. And Whoa,
0: 250?
1: And yeah, yeah.
0: That's impressive.
1: I, I agree. But, yeah, it just looks like a, a great place to go spend the late morning or afternoon and, and yeah, mm. hang out. Um,
0: do we um yeah. do we get more pastries before we do this, or do we think, think there's food vendors at the market?
1: Oh, there's got to be some food vendors oh, around. So. Street okay. food. So
0: more street food because more we're doing the walking on the street by... and the street Yeah, food. exactly. Sorry, Charlie brought her squeaky chicken into the office.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We love the squeaky chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This also seems like a a great place to shop and and buy fairly cheap souvenirs or, or things for your house. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just a lot of fun to walk through the market. And then, uh, pretty close nearby, I think it was like a 10 minute drive is Templo Mayor. Mayor? Probably Mayor. Um, and this is, I gotta, I'm just gonna read it because the it's a lot of buildings on top of buildings. Um, this was the oh. centerpiece of tin, uh, the ancient Aztec capital, however you say it, um, which was con- constructed in 1325 in the marshes that were by the lake here. Um, the temple was then mowed over by when during the Spanish conquest, um, and was replaced by a th- cathedral, and then Incredibly, the push to excavate the temple didn't occur until the late 1970s. Today, the hulking Hulking stone ruins lie at the heart of uh, Centro Historico, which is, um, I mean, again, a lot of museums around that area and and just kind of a big plaza. So, um, yeah, this this looks kind of crazy. I don't know if you can describe it really... Uh, Shelby but it, I mean it does look like there's the ruins of an old temple or, or whatever and then things old things built beside it and then all of it and then there's uh, not so much in this picture but there is just like busy metropolis Mexico City right outside of this too um, so it it feels very out of place in a way it busy. looks out of place
0: photo is is crazy yeah. like it's like a square building with dozens of like sculpted skulls in the concrete
1: almost and then, like a really oversized tomb
0: yeah and then there's like i don't know like 16th century stones where like maybe they just built like houses and mm-hmm. then in the background there's like this gothic cathedral and then there's like a 1920s like brick wall right next to it. It's <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy. It's like the um the Dublin Castle. There's one portion of the castle where you can see they built it in different eras, and like it's hundreds of years old, and you can see the layers as the architecture changed as they added mm-hmm. on to it. But m- magnify that by like I don't know like 800 years, and that's what this is like. Like I just oh, okay. can't get over this like little pile of like concrete yeah, skulls strange <laughs> like, right like it's so aztec it's so ancient mm-hmm. mm.
1: yeah i completely agree it 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 really captivated me uh, there is a museum attached um that i'm sure would be cool and, and has more aztec history but um I, I believe walking through this section is is free and Uh, looks like it's worth doing um yeah yeah. way cool Uh uh-huh but uh but yeah i I don't think it would take up a ton of time uh unless you just kind of want to hang out there which also a possibility so um and then that night i have maybe the most expensive meal i've ever included (laughs) on any itinerary and a place that you have to from my understanding you need to book like three months out. Um, so, so good luck, but, um, <laughs> it's called Poohole. Uh, it is consistently in like the top 50 restaurants in the world. Wow. And yeah, just it. there's, it's basically tasting menu. Like it's all, it's all very fancy and, and there's no way to look at like an actual menu on the website. <laughs> it's just what the I'm chef sure serves it you, basically. changes, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, looks like it would be quite a meal and just a lot of fun and would take up, uh, a couple hours of your time. Um, yeah, I, I would <laughs> be very excited to go. The inside is really pretty modern and, uh, pretty, uh, a lot of wood tones and fairly green. Uh, but, yeah, it looks amazing.
0: There really is this, like, Asian fusion blend happening. Uh-huh. And I find that so curious. But it's it's funny to me that this website is, like, they don't even try to apologize no. for the fact that there's no menu. They're just like, yeah. it's a tasting menu. It's classic. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> it's it's great. <laughs> it's
1: perfect. I'm sending you the Instagram link now. but Oh, yes. Um, please, please, please. The, just, like, the drinks alone are just gorgeous. And, yeah, it looks well worth... Like, if you can get in, this is one of those meals that I don't think you'd probably forget about anytime, yeah. anytime yeah. soon. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, and, and, again, not what I might have expected at all when thinking of Mexico City. It, it looks like a southern california restaurant from the inside of it like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like uh very very bright and very um earthy (laughs) and and yeah i would be really excited to go to this one even though it looks like a pain to be able to get to go to this one so
0: or even like melbourne like this is kind of the Mm -hmm. branding Mm -hmm. style that i would expect
1: yeah just very modern right
0: yeah very Uh very wow it looks beautiful though
1: it does oh, they definitely whatever. have a style to their to their instagram photos there's well.
0: definitely one photo that just kind of looks like mud and moss
1: um,
0: that one's not my favorite but other things look gorgeous
1: i'm not seeing that one Are you sure you're not looking at the island of dolls again oh okay <laughs> i see it
0: do you see it okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's on the the cream plate yeah i just wow
1: but gorgeous amazing Mm -hmm. Um, that brings us all the way to the fourth day already oh Um, my
0: gosh flying through Andrew
1: look at me go wow Uh, similar to uh, Templo Mayor uh, it felt right to go see like a pyramid Um, yes whereas like I'd love to see some Aztec ruins I'd also love to go see a pyramid Really, you could switch these days around because my my final day is a day trip. That's kind of in the direction of this. This is called oh boy, Teotihuacan. That seems right. Um, and uh, about an hour, it looked like north of Mexico City, maybe northeast, uh, and is just a gigantic pyramid. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's not a lot of other ways to describe it it's up against a hillside and and yeah i mean it's it's kind of what you picture when you think of like ancient mexico or ancient aztecs um yeah really really wonderful another unesco world heritage site and um looks like it was uh, uh uh let's see Looks like it was also used by the, maybe not the Aztecs, but maybe the, the Mayans. Mayan? And, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, a few different ethnic groups throughout the throughout the years. Um, I like
0: that. Like, they're sharing.
1: Uh-huh. Um, That's very I nice.
0: I cannot believe in this photo on the Conde Nast link that, like, yeah. there are people walking up the steps. Like I know. Yeah, that cool. is crazy, but so cool. Like, so often you get to these places and, like, there's no touching, right? And I totally right. get that. That's fair enough. Um, but, wow, like, that's cool. I want, I want to climb
1: those stairs. I want Absolutely. to go there. Yeah. I, it doesn't, I don't think there's a way inside, from the looks of it, um, but just getting to go climb up onto the pyramid would be, I mean, well worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and another thing that seems to be free um which is great we love free
0: that's awesome it helps make up for the meal we just had
1: yeah that's right uh i guess i guess there is an admission fee but it's it's very low so um yeah looks looks like fun um i'm not saying like when it was first built um but oh first millennium ad which is a long time ago really long time ago that's a
0: very that's a very long time
1: ago uh but yeah how cool um and way
0: way cool and
1: and seems to fit in with some of the history that um i've kind of been trying to hit on here so um yeah and then that night if you choose to go back to the city um instead of staying up north before heading to our next place uh i have down a food tour in in mexico oh. city but it was a nighttime food tour it was called uh oh it, it went away here i got it now uh, it was called navarate at night uh tacos chelas and mezcal it's the first link under mexico city under under that link there Shelby, uh let me know if you can't find it okay um but yeah, it, it, I'll just read what the tour includes. Mm. Uh, Taste the best El, Pas ta- El Pastor tacos in the city. Um, served from a huge outdoor roasting pit. Soak up the vibe as the guy takes you through neighborhood cantinas. And then uh, a small private mezcal tasting with the local chef. Um, yeah, this one looks like a lot of fun. This one also was fairly expensive though it was uh 130 dollars. there were definitely other food tours that i saw that were like only 40 um hmm. this one takes a while though i believe i think it was like three and a half hours um and, and kind of guides you through uh different parts of the city and i was i was kind of used, i think most of the food tours we've talked about before are like starting the afternoon and and go through Mm -hmm. and and it was fun to see one that was nighttime um especially if you're a person who understandably like no matter where you go like got some trepidation about going out into a, a big city maybe by yourself maybe with just one other person alone at night it's it would be fun to do like a tour like this if you were if you were a little worried about something like that so
0: um Especially like this tour seems like there's lots of stops for alcohol. So yeah. cool. Very, very cool it's my time. Um, interesting. It says on the good to know tab of this tour, um, it mentions the altitude and it says this means you'll feel more tiled than normal tire, tired than normal if you're not used to the altitude. So it says don't do this tour on the same day as another day long activity like the pyramids.
1: Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, terrible planning by me. So, Jeez, not
0: critiquing your really itinerary. year your... But we've already been in the city for four days, so by yeah. then we'll have adjusted. So
1: yeah, probably. Or don't
0: get scared off.
1: Or you could just do this the previous night. Mm-hmm. Uh, move Puhol up just and kind of switch uh, them. Move Puhol up another night, and then just stay up by the pyramid, and makes the drive easier the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it includes, uh, four mezcal tastings, three small appetizers, one dessert, as much food as you can eat.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay. i yeah, Oh,
1: take my money. Amen. Yeah,
0: take my money.
1: Um, like um, like the floating gardens. This doing something like this would be very high on my list for Mexico City. Um, I, I feel. I'm sure the street food that we've already mentioned many times um, I would love it but uh, this would be one of like I don't know three or four places in the world that I'd most want to do a food tour something like yeah. something similar to this um, so I yeah.
0: really before doing this podcast with you I've never really thought about doing a food tour before but I think I've never
1: done one either. I think
0: I could be convinced, and I think this might be kind of the perfect situation to do one.
1: I think so too. I th- I think it kind of has to be in a city where part of the reason you're going is for the food, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and also maybe not in Italy. Like I, <laughs> all I of would, Italy
0: is a food tour. Yeah, all of Italy is just. One I would have big a hard time tour.
1: I would have a hard time doing a food tour in Italy just because. Mm. Uh it's not the it's not what I picture, like right. when I go there. Whereas mm-hmm. this it's like bustling streets, you walk around yes. and you get as much food as you want.
0: Like I feel and, like I don't need a guide in Italy for food. Right, I feel like right. I'm gonna have no problem finding food in Italy yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I'm but, sure
1: you probably wouldn't hear either, but
0: I'm sure not, but
1: but it also um it feels very local and mm. like a, a place where you might want someone to tell you, No, this is the Yeah, the like I want someone to,
0: to tell yeah. me the spots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So And then finally we're to day five. Yeah and wow. um, this was one of the reasons I picked Mexico City was this it's a three hour drive from three Mexico City. Drive. A three hour drive. It's called, uh, uh, hold on, it, <laughs> I had it, <laughs> uh, it's called grutus oh no, Grutus I'll have it again in a second, my my tab went away.
0: Oh, Grutas
1: Tola Tongo? Uh-huh.
0: I like we how go. we say that like it's a question.
1: <laughs> it was for Ooh. me. <laughs> uh-huh. um, this is... Uh, there's a there's a number of things to do here. Um if you scroll down on the link I have, um there are waterfalls and pools to go into. Oh, but hello. the the pozos, if you see those, these are like little pools hanging over a cliffside with waterfalls coming down them. <gasps> and
0: what it
1: looks just beautiful. Like the prettiest thing I've ever seen and i w- I just wanna go hang out in these pools all day um and, and the whole thing kind of reminds me of like a big park with different water features to go yeah. enjoy essentially and this is this was the one that really caught my eye um all of these pools uh again kind of cut into a mountain, it looks like and uh, and then there's water running down and the water just is crystal blue and yeah it looks it's gorgeous and there's like um, a
0: river that's been cut into sections with like these little baby rapids so you can go hang out in the river yeah and then there's other pools that just look like maybe they're they've got like a lookout
1: yeah what there, is this another, place another place that's not what we were just talking about but the it's called Gruta, which is a waterfall, and then the cave behind the waterfall that you can go swim in. Um, there's yeah, there's a lot here, and it looks incredible. Aww, there's a lot a, of different a rope waterfalls. Bridge
0: too. Andrew, that's so Wonderful. that's up what your I want to do. That is how you want to spend your day. You just want to walk out there, take a sit down, yes. have a picnic.
1: If you want to see I would do it and then you would see me shake the entire bridge <laughs> like just just the whole thing would be wobbling and then you, you would think, feel so bad.
0: Do you think you could stop and sit down cuz I'm not sure I could actually stop no. and make oh, myself no sit down in the middle no. of that bridge.
1: I don't think I could sit. I could I could get across it but I don't right, think but I not could
0: sit. sit. No, absolutely not. No.
1: But but yeah, I just want to spend the day here. It looks wow. like there's there's hotels and stuff inside of this big park. Again, uh Grutas Tolantongo. Uh and there's also restaurants and, and I think there's even camping if you want to. Um Do you want yeah. to? No, I would rather stay in the the <laughs> hotels. But this if this it,
0: looks amazing.
1: If it took going here and like i had to camp i'd do it
0: right right <coughs> how long do you think it would take if we just like started at the top of all these the the posas the pools and just like <laughs> sat in each one just for like a little bit
1: <laughs> um how, how long 10 minutes
0: wait to do to do all of them
1: no to, to how long are we sitting in each one? Oh Five, yeah i minutes? think
0: t- i think 10 minutes yeah
1: um then i would i would think it'd take four hours there's a lot of little pools here
0: there's a lot how would we pick like which one is best like what's the one that we go back to
1: oh i think we just try them all and then we find out right Uh, this the (laughs) this is terrible podcasting um (laughs) the one so there's the ones at the very top there's three at the very top are you looking at the picture
0: Ooh, I'm just looking at the, like the the main the little tab, just the the banner at the top of yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's
1: yeah. there's three at the very top there, right? Oh, and the like in the middle. Uh huh. Yeah, and then there, it looks like there's some cascading water down uh-huh. to the to the one on their right. Uh huh. Um.
0: That leads to the stairs down to the ones yeah. below. Yeah. I, I want
1: the one. I want the one with the cascading water, and I think that's like gonna, that. that's my pick for being the best one.
0: Yeah, that seems exceptional. I feel like the one on the far, far, far left, that yeah, kind of curves behind the trees, I'm yeah. sure that one has a great view.
1: I'm so sorry, everybody. This is the worst <laughs> segment of the podcast. But... Uh, Uh, i don't care
0: this is
2: fun (laughs) if you
1: want to enjoy it a little bit more just look up this place and then and then follow the links we're talking about and and pick one out with us um oh this is
0: amazing i just want to be in here like while it's gently raining and it's just warm (laughs) and i want a margarita in one hand and
1: Mm. (sighs) do you think the water's warm I haven't been able to find that. Really.
0: I think depending on the year, yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think so. Yeah, but anyway, that um that is a that is a must do if we're that in Mexico City. Phenomenal. We're going. Imagine here.
0: this like in the dead of summer, it's hot. Oh, man. It's either fresh water or it's, you know, like relatively warm water because it's mm-hmm. been cooking in the sun and you just you're there, refreshing drink. Oh, man. Kind of dip your head under the waterfall.
1: Yeah. Our best oh, my life. gosh. We'd Our never best life right there.
0: Leave. We'd never leave.
1: Never leaving. We're mm-hmm. not leaving.
0: You can't make me.
1: <laughs> so that's my Mexico City itinerary. Oh,
0: my gosh. Exceptional. As always, your restraint you, is also you. extraordinarily oh, wow. impressive.
1: That's the first time you've ever said that to me.
0: I, yeah i mean there were i mean the i don't think i mean i'm not going to count the cool places to eat and drink at the beginning i'm not going to count those as honorable mentions because we'd get they there weren't. at some point during the itinerary yeah yeah, yeah I, so like i
1: was that was the most restraint i showed i felt like yeah. i was like well i could include all of these plus put something every day and i was like mm. no you know what people can choose when they want to go there i've no. given them enough <laughs> options
0: it's okay nope know what i just that's amazing there were no honorable mentions Hmm. you i mean it was the i the daily itineraries were very strategic very well picked just
1: Uh, aside from the elevation that you (laughs) we can't do that i was more just
0: making the point of it's really nice (laughs) that these tourism places are like mentioning the altitude like good job guys really looking out for your people also it must be really horrible if all of these tourism places are like, please, the altitude. Please, dear God, please. It must be bad.
1: I'm looking up the elevation right now like it's going to mean anything to either of us. <laughs> uh, 7,349 feet. That seems substantial. I mean, that
0: seems... What's... um. Uh, I'm just going to look up what the altitude is in Denver. Altitude. Because, oh, I just Googled altitude. It's a,
1: 5, 000, it's a mile high, 5,280 feet. So Mexico City is uh, almost like a quarter mile higher.
0: Wow. More than and a quarter like,
1: mile higher, actually.
0: Like, Denver is, like, I remember it's high. I remember being tired in Denver yeah. because the altitude. And Ben talks about he went to um, a music festival there and, like, really struggled because of the altitude so if it's even higher then that's a very real consideration
1: Mhm. yeah yeah i had no idea wow um, what is it
0: um if you have is it like low blood pressure you're not meant to go up in altitude it, there's there's some medical condition right
1: i believe you but i do not know
0: uh, i could be totally wrong it's likely <laughs> it's happened before
1: you did just remind me of one honorable mention. After all the praise you gave me, <laughs> uh,
0: I'll I'll allow it. You've Mexico
1: me. City is supposed to have like a, a thriving uh, music and entertainment scene. Mm. Like especially even like big American bands will come down and play. Um, and it seems like there were a number of theaters or venues that looked really cool. Like so, if you if you want to go out and enjoy a concert, I, I think. This is as good of a city to do it in as anywhere. So
0: wow. Okay. I think that's that's totally fair. I think that's a good honorable mention.
1: It's hard to plan like uh mm. music or plays or things like that into itineraries unless it's say New York or London where it's like, yeah, just go see a play yes. or go to Broadway. Um Yeah,
0: cuz you kind of know there's going to be something on that yeah. you'll be relatively interested in no matter what. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Mm.
1: But uh, but yeah, it looked like a number of cool venues and and uh, bands always coming, so. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. It,
1: it's really big. Um, I think I saw fourth or fifth most populous in the world um, as far as cities go. Wow. And I didn't realize. Yeah, a uh, very working class city from from the sounds of it, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I love this itinerary because I think I've always just assumed, like you said at the start, like Mexico has always been the like spring break or the like all included resort location, yeah. you know, where you're just going to sit on a beach and drink for five days. So um, I really appreciate all the different things that you've put in this, into this itinerary. I would very happily go on this trip.
1: Yeah, it looks great. So yeah. Mexico City or anyone else who wants to sponsor us. Mm, Let us mm-hmm. know. We go. We'll, we do we'll, it.
0: We'll go there.
1: We'll review it happily. We'll um, sixteen
0: drink those people for might free. listen
1: to it and yeah. then, and then maybe one of them is like, "Oh, that does sound like fun." Maybe someday I'll go. Up there.
0: Maybe one of them will like be talking to a distant relative and be like, mm. "Wow, I heard Mexico City is fun," and then that person will like think about it like five years later and be like, "Wow, that one time I heard that it's really cool," and then they'll yeah. go and yeah. Yeah. look at
1: look at the money we're bringing to your city Incredible. Mexico city yeah
0: really it's it's so <laughs> worth it basically you, like we're paying you to go there that's how great the marketing yeah, is gonna right. be yeah. yeah that's
1: right and we're very good at instagram too so we um, totally remember I'm to sure. do the posts <laughs> and the things <laughs> i'm sure we'd post a lot <gasps> oh, yeah.
0: oh what, my gosh uh, well thank you andrew M is from Mexico you. City. M from Mexico
1: City. We've got In is for coming up in a, a few weeks. We've got our one hundredth one hundredth episode uh, next week. We got some great things coming up, Shelby.
0: Wonderful, wonderful things.
1: Charlie agrees. Yes, she does. Yes. All right. He's
0: telling the whole neighborhood.
1: <laughs> we'll talk to you all soon. <laughs> well, hey, shall we go talk to our dog? <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Right. Bye.
0: Bye.